Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tony Brown, and you're listening to Firearms Cafe, the show where we discuss the philosophies of responsible firearms ownership, as well as the relevant issues and challenges that we face in the current gun culture. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Today is Tuesday. It's November the 26th, 2019. Thanksgiving is fast approaching. Hope everybody has a good turkey day. Anyway, I am in the mobile studio, and I think I'm going to do a relatively short show today. Uh, It may only be 15, 20 minutes long, uh, if that... Although, if you guys are listening to it, I guess you will know exactly how long it's going to be because you'll be able to see the minute count on the uh, on the audio file. However, when I'm doing it, not going to be too much of that. So anyway, let's get our contact info going and then we'll jump in. If you'd like to contact me, I do have the voicemail, which is area code... 206-745-2731 and you can leave an audio message there and I'll play it out for you on the show. If, however, you would like to record your own audio or you'd like to send me an email and have me get those out on the show for you, the email address to send that stuff to is firearmscafe at protonmail.com All one word, firearmscafe at protonmail.com I do have over on the website, firearmscafe.com, buttons for Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. There is also a donation button at the bottom of the page if you're ever so inclined to support the show financially. As you can tell, or as you may be able to tell, I am once again in the mobile studio. Right now, I am next to a giant dump truck. Uh, and it is uh, rumbling, rumbling. I don't know if you guys will be able to pick that thing up or not, but uh, anyway, I'll be blasting past it here in just a second. So, something happened the other day that I thought was illustrative of some of the things that we've been talking about on the last couple of shows. And that was, you had a guy who called himself Whiskey Warrior 556 or something like that. Anyway, put out on social media, I don't know if it was Instagram or what it was, that uh, the cops were coming to get him based on red flag laws. Well, it turned out that that wasn't entirely true and that uh, the cops were coming to get him because he had some other issues. I, I, as of today's date, I don't know 100% what those issues were, but it turns out that the red flags uh, portion of it, or part of it, was not true. So they weren't coming to get him because he had uh, a 30-round magazine, uh, and I believe he was in, uh, was it New Jersey? I think it was New Jersey, maybe not. Anyway, Some of the stuff I wanted to talk about in regards to this was that 
this guy had was able to put that stuff out on social media and it kind of once people got wind of it a lot of people were saying oh you know go over go out there show up armed you know support this guy make sure he doesn't get taken away you know because of uh, you know having what we would consider uh, standard capacity magazine and the government is saying you can't have it so his 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 rights are getting infringed upon and I've seen this happen a few times before when something like this happens or, or it's a similar type thing, people really kind of overreact. They don't get all the facts. They just kind of have a knee-jerk reaction. And some people would say, well, you sort of, you kind of have to do that, but I, I don't and or if you if you were gonna if you really wanted to help this guy if this stuff was actually going down, you may not have time to sort of figure out what the what the truth is. Uh, so, but the but the problem is, you need to be able to to react and if and and base your reactions on factual information so and again there were a lot of people out there who were kind of uh, you know popular or uh, I don't know what they have a term for it and I can't think of it right now but anyway they're uh, uh, something like trendsetters or something like that anyway uh, and so again you had a lot of people who were sort of doing these knee-jerk reactions and saying a lot of stupid stuff uh, and basically wanting people to go out and act when they don't have all the information which is foolish they would you know if, if we were going to compare it to let's say something like in a self-defense uh, uh, situation situation there we go see if I can talk uh, it would be very similar to saying, well, I heard a noise in my house, and so I just started blasting. I just started shooting. And any sane person would say, well, you wouldn't do that. You would either use the, the light that's on your gun, or you would use the flashlight that you've got next to your bed, or you would turn on the light switch or you know, do do whatever you're going to identify your target before you just start shooting because you don't want to shoot your dog or you don't want to shoot your kid or your wife or your uh, your brother-in-law who is visiting you for the weekend or something like that uh, so uh, anyway though it's it's I don't know. Hopefully, it will be a, a, a teachable moment and a, an experience that people can learn from, and it won't be a thing to where. Luckily, I mean, it didn't. You know, no lives were lost or anything like that. So, uh, and again, what we should be striving for when something like that happens should be peaceful protest. And 
I don't know. And of course, it depends on the situation. So I don't know that I could be able to, to sort of say, oh, well, in this situation, do that. In this situation, do this. Because every situation is going to be different. And so some people would say, well, the thing that if we look at the at the Bundy Ranch thing, what happened there is it was because you had the feds were there and they were armed, but then you also had the citizenry there that showed up and they were armed as well. So you had, and they were, I think, out the, 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 uh, the government was outmanned and outgunned. So they weren't going to do anything. I think they were somewhat cognizant of not wanting another incident, something like uh, Ruby Ridge or a Waco, that type of thing. But I, I, uh, I'm wondering if something like that is, is if it's it's just a matter of time before something like that happens again, to where the the uh, government is going to say, well, we need to flex our muscles. We can't we can't be backed down because we're the enforcers. We've got to enforce these laws, you know, come hell or high water. Uh, so. I don't know, I guess before, you know, and it's like everything else that when we talk about self-defense situations or getting involved in certain things is that you need to you need to know if you see two guys fighting, how do you know who's the good guy? How do you know who's the bad guy? How do you know who started it? You know, maybe there's a, a little guy that is, has a, is a, and a big guy that are fighting and the big guy is getting the best of the little guy. Well, what you don't know is that the little guy mistook that big guy, kind of had mistaken identity for something, somebody else, maybe who he thought was messing with his girl or his wife or something like that. And, you know, this guy kind of out of the blue got jumped, and, he, and but now he's kind of getting his, he's kind of getting his butt kicked there a little bit. So, you know, we always say, oh, before you involve yourself, you know, do you, do you actually know, do you 100% know what is going on? And I'm, I'm hoping that this type of stuff doesn't, um, how do I want to phrase it? Doesn't start a, a, a trend of, uh, people just jumping in and I, I, th I think there is also a part of it that uh, people in gun world, and it's not everybody, but we we have felt so put upon the last, uh, you know, you could say the last, uh, with the last presidential uh, election, uh, you know, if, if you're kind of on the right, it seems like the right is has been attacked constantly if you're a big Trump supporter and then prior to that you would feel well when Obama and his administration were kind of running the show there were a lot of kind of in runs and kind of little sneaky Pete things that were done to sort of curtail a lot of freedoms or or maybe choices 
that individuals would have as far as, you know, the type of firearm or the type of ammunition that you can get or the uh, availability of it. Uh, you know, things floated out about we're going to tax ammo, we're going to tax guns, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. So, uh, I think that there, uh, that what's happening is that a lot of people, whether it's real or imagined, if, if, the, if these people believe, and this would be kind of people on the, uh, you know, on the right side of the argument, on the, on the maybe far right or, you know, on the extreme end of the, the gun rights thing. If people actually believe we are 100% put upon and we're frustrated by that and we need to act, we need to, uh, you know, what, uh, go out there and, and show that we're not going to be pushed around. And I hear this kind of talk a lot, you know, with, with people saying stuff like, and, and you see it, uh, you know, on Facebook and social media and, and I... You know, people saying things like, well, you know, it's, it's going to, st- when the shooting starts, I know where I'm going to stand and this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, oh boy, do you, have you really kind of thought that through? Do you understand what that would actually mean? That if there was a, a an all out shooting war and, you know, I, again, a lot of this is just kind of me, I, I don't know, maybe trying to work this out or, or think it out kind of out loud kind of talking with you guys about it uh, I know there's not you know hundreds of thousands of you that are listening but I know that there are uh, a few hundred of you that listen so uh, I would love to hear kind of what you guys thought about that um, do you think you know uh, what do you think do you think incidents like this are going to increase? Uh, and we had kind of talked about that, or I kind of voiced some of that stuff on the last show. About I didn't really know, but I don't know. Seeing this kind of stuff and seeing the, uh, again, a lot of the frustration that's out there and, and the feeling that a lot of people have where they are like, we are not represented at all. There is nobody that has our, you know, our metaphorical back, so to speak. Uh, you know, the the, uh, the mainstream media is against us. The majority of politicians are against us, and even the politicians that are supposed to support us and support our. Support our right to own whatever defense tools we want, self-defense tools we want. Even those people, when we look, and when they are, you know, like I've said before, when the Republicans were, who was again is supposed to be kind of the gun party or the pro-gun party, when those guys were in power, when they had it basically sewn up, they had the White House, they had the Senate. And they had the house. So they could have probably pushed through reciprocity. And they probably, and, at the, and, and even if they couldn't got that, what they probably could have done was pushed through the Hearing Protection Act. And got that to where it's, that's no longer an NFA item. Uh, 
or if even if it is, it's only like a five dollar thing. Yeah, you have to register it, which is which is nonsense. But uh, it shouldn't be a two hundred dollar stamp, and they should have also been able to push through well. And especially now, when we see the thing with the pistol braces, the designation of a short barrel rifle is just ridiculous. The the length of the barrel should you know should have nothing. To do with anything, it, it, it doesn't matter. This it goes back to arch, archaic laws and reasoning that, that that they did it was just nonsense to, to begin with. Um, when you look at the truth of why a lot of those things were done, you basically see it was kind of shovel-ready jobs for agents, for our glorious law enforcement. So anyway, we see that. Uh, the, the frustration level is super high. You understand why people are uh, feel that they're misrepresented or underrepresented or even misrepresented. Represented. Good Lord. i got to learn how to speak here. But let's kind of circle back to the whole thing of for that guy who was saying, oh, they're, they're red flagging me. Please help me. I need help. What, if you thought it was legit, what should you do? And here's, and well, and I guess how would you ever really know when, when, if somebody tweets something out, you can say, oh, this is happening or they're coming here. Please help me. This is where I am. When we talk about, well, you've got to, you've got to be able to verify how do you how do you act because otherwise you'd, you'd never be able to go and help that person if it was a legitimate thing where they needed help and so I don't and, and the idea of well you could show up peaceably and but show up armed boy I don't know um, you look at uh, and it's 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 uh, it's kind of been proven that a lot of times in some of these protests, what happens if the government doesn't like it, they'll actually send in either, uh, what do they call them, provocateurs, or they'll they'll set up some patsy to go in and to make things worse. So if a bunch of people showed up armed, who's to say that you wouldn't have uh, somebody, uh, you know, from from the government who's going to you know, fire off some shots or throw some rocks and get some stuff going and knowing full well that the police are going to respond to that in a, in a, and not in a, in a happy go lucky way. They're going to, you know, they're, they're going to respond with a high level of violence. So, uh, I don't, I don't know how you would how you would try and show up to help that person because in a in one sense you would want to be armed and you would want other people there to be armed because then that's when the the we'll say the government agents for lack of a better term that's when they're going to respect that they're going to respect the fact that you're armed they not may not respect you as an individual but they're going to respect that. Again, it's like a criminal. You know, a criminal may not necessarily be afraid of you, 
but if he knows that you're armed, that a criminal is, is afraid of the, of the weapon and understands what that weapon can do. So I don't know. I don't know how you would you would keep your group from being maybe infiltrated uh, for somebody who wants to instigate unless you would because you you would think oh it would be like the perfect thing for something like uh, Antifa or some anti-gun group to go in there and stir some stuff up especially if it was a red flag type thing so I don't know would would the would the solution be to show up with like tons of uh, recording equipment and things like that? I don't know. Anyway, uh, let me know what you guys think. I'd love to hear from you. I'm going to draw the show to a close. All right, I will talk to you guys next time.
I'm not gonna get home.